AutoWorksDetailing.com. AutoWorks is offering a Black Friday special on Ceramic Pro. If you've been thinking about getting Ceramic Pro coating applied to your vehicle, now is the time. Winter is coming. There's a bunch of grime and gross stuff on the road, and this is the time to protect that paint. He's offering the Silver Plus package, two layers of 9-H ceramic, one layer of top coat for cars and trucks, at a discount of two hundred dollars, um, so book it right now. Go to AutoWorksDetailing.com. Book your appointment, prepay today to reserve a limited spot, and uh, limited packages are available. Promo ends Sunday, December first. Check it out. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh, God. Yo, do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I screwed up. <laughs> Welcome to Driving Wall Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. Uh, I'm Art. Uh, we are without Brian, but I wanted to be the first one to uh, wish you a happy Thanksgiving. Oh, it's Thursday, bitches. Thursday. So, uh, happy Native American Day, right? That's what, what? they call it. Native no. People's Day. First yeah. Nation. First Nation, yeah. That's what they call it in Canada. Um, oh. I don't know what they call it, but I call it Thanksgiving, and uh, it's my favorite holiday. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. That's gnarly. You don't get any presents. I don't care. <laughs> I don't have to give any presents either. I know, but I like giving presents. Do you really? Yeah. When it, When do you start your Christmas shopping? Black Friday? <laughs> Black Friday? Are you in? At no, actually, I already. I'm Mervin's. Are you at Mervin's at like no, 8 no, no. I'm actually really Mervin's bad because Mervin's I already or... bought Travis a present, and then I ended up giving it to him the other day. <laughs> so you guys don't do a Secret Santa in your family? We do. Yo, God, you have to. Yeah, we do Secret Santa. We started doing that a few years ago. We used to not do that. It was gnarly. I have four brothers, just so you know, and then they Plus all they're all married and everything. Yeah, and your parents and your um, kids. But yeah, we do Secret Santa now, we, and then we always give my mom and dad something oh, as well. That's mm-hmm. nice. But we do Secret Santa. But we can also choose our mom. You know, our mom and dad can be chosen. Yeah. Um, but I bought Travis something because I couldn't like resist it. It was this new 914 book that came out, Porsche oh, 914 great. book. And it looked really cool, and it was on Amazon. It was like a pre-order thing, so I pre-ordered it like three months ago, mm-hmm. and it came three days ago. And I like, I don't know. I told him I had something cool for him, it, like, and basically I'm gonna get him. He's all, "We'll just give it to me now," <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. He basically conned me into giving it to him that day. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a really cool looking book. The the one thing that sucks is I think I paid like sixty bucks for it. Dang. And um. And it's so funny. The day it came, I look on Amazon, and it's like now available for thirty nine ninety nine. Oh, bullshit! <laughs> you got that early. Yeah. Shit. Got that early bird special. Well, yeah. At least you got that. But one. it's a really good looking book. Like it's really, it's really cool. It has like, um, I think like two of the pages are just the colors of the cars and big old blocks. Like it looks very. Um, mid-century modern, oh, like sweet. which is that car was a very yeah. mid-century modern car. It has that kind of those. Bright but pastel-y yeah. colors to it and blockiness and yeah, it's cool. Like very cool graphic, looking, right? Very graphic. Yeah, yeah. cool looking cool. book. Yeah, that's rad. Um, um, oh, I was nice, gonna huh? say uh, my favorite holiday is Halloween. Is it? Um, yeah, that's, and I did not dress up this year. I feel like that's <laughs> but, a Jesus Christ. But it's just the whole vibe. It's because it's transitioning into the fall and like the air mm. gets crisper right then and. The start of the holiday season. The start of the holiday season, yeah. like that whole thing. Um, why Thanksgiving is like for me? It's always traditionally just been like it's dinner with family and yep. that's it. So like, what is there anything around it? That's well, like, usually we like Lane and I were talking about earlier. We had a pretty solid. We do have a pretty solid uh, friends Thanksgiving. That's uh, cool. It's been going on for like fifteen years, and yeah. it's a definitely like it's the night before Thanksgiving. And usually, you know, back in the day, we would also go out afterwards. Yeah. Downtown, and yeah. it was basically like a high school reunion of like three high schools, and we would just all party and. That's cool. It was great. And then, uh, no, it's all family. You get a great meal. There's no bullshit. There's no advertising. There like, is many- bullshit. Why? Well, I mean, isn't it typically like a time when people argue and someone brings up the wrong poli- political oh, thing? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, if you're watching like... Rogan yeah, if you're watching a, sh- a movie. Like, yeah. Uh, uh, maybe everyone has different families. Yeah, well, for sure there's family drama. I, yeah. I get that. But my point is that it's not a... Uh, there's not a social 
constraint of you need to be buying shit and providing things. It's like just there's nothing less than any other yeah, holiday. It's for, have yeah. a good meal and yeah. maybe watch some football. You're not buying Thanksgiving cards. Watch and, a movie, hang out. It's very like casual, and I, I love the meal. Period. Mm. Uh huh. Food is good. I can understand that. Yeah. Um, it's cool yeah, for sure. I, I, um, I think with kids, I stopped going to the Friends Thanksgiving basically when I had kids. But why aren't you guys saying Friendsgiving? By Friendsgiving, way? whatever. Um, actually, I went with Amelie like until she was four or something. But uh, it ended up it just turns into like kind of a hard thing to do the night before. Um, but I do. I've always done for the last like twenty. 20 something years we've done a movie so we do thanksgiving in the early afternoon at my parents house and then we go to a movie and we it's go like to a movie yeah we go to a movie theater and it's traditionally been my brother shane and my friend ronnie my friend charles and then we'll have some like other people tag along but that's like the core group yeah and it's been since like I think like 1997. Nice. I think we saw Flubber, which is oh, awful movie, well, by the way. I forgot about Don't that. go watch that movie. But that's <laughs> how we, that's how we kicked this thing off. And it's, usually, only, it's only getting better from there. Yeah. And yeah. usually we see a kid's movie. So it'll be like, well, we've seen like a Harry Potter or like, you know, like, um, whatever we see, whatever kind of a kid's movie. It keeps you young. Um, sure it's not a rom-com. No, no we usually see kids movies or like Hallmark? A, but Hallmark style. No, Hallmarks aren't in theaters. Yeah, okay. dude. It's they not really the Hallmark theaters. It's not their hey, they spot, have those dude. specials these days, Fandango, whatever. The they could probably do pretty well though. Yeah, dude. Know? Hallmark theater. Racing yeah. your dog in the rain. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely your dog in the um, blizzard. But yeah, I could see that. Thanksgivings are cool. I mean, it's like, it is less like hype, right? Yeah, I think it's just more pure. Yeah. And it's, Christmas can be that way too, but it's gotten so fucking just. But you, but you don't have so to buy in. So you're thinking it's not as commercial as I was saying? Like it's just but you don't have to buy into all that. No, you don't. That's what I'm saying. You and can't I don't do think it. I buy into all that kind of stuff. I feel like it just, it's kind of, it just needles at you. Everywhere Christmas. you look, there's fucking Christmas ads and sales and buy this and it just yeah. gets over. Christmas is my favorite and I love, we traditionally get our tree the day after Thanksgiving and that's always really fun. So Thanksgiving's fun because of that. Mm-hmm. I just like the whole holiday season, really, and I get kind of depressed when Christmas is over. Wow. I'm so... I don't... Yeah. You don't like it? No. I'm over it. Why? I don't know. Dude, come on. Coca-Cola. My wife loves it. Polar bears drinking Coca-Cola. Dude, I have eggnog (laughs) in the fridge with some rum. Oh, I love eggnog. I already bought some. I mean, I'm like always... Like that, trying that out different brands. Premium. We'll have some after this podcast. Yeah, oh, try out oh. some different brands. Yeah, absolutely. Tried out an almond nog this year. Whoa, I'm kind of down, dude. I think yeah. I had that. Sounds it's not good. bad. I tried it like the really good. expensive stuff. Is like Strauss Farms or mm-hmm. whatever that is. Yeah, oh, and like the glass like yeah. bottle. I think it's. I don't know, dude. I love it. You get all cozy. You can yeah. turn on the heater and. <laughs> By the way, seventy five degrees here today. <laughs> I know, dude. That's what sucks. Like, it hasn't been cold enough. You we know what really tripped me out? Like, it was like, as a grown up, I went to Australia and realized that their Christmas is summer. I know. And it's just like, it doesn't Bummer. It's, it's like, it's, you know, your circuits don't make it's it. Like, doesn't, it like doesn't, a, it doesn't, no work. It doesn't compute, right? <laughs> yeah. like, uh, but it's kind of uh, like when people celebrate big time in like Palm Springs and they oh, have like, right. the candy canes up, yeah. like, big, you know, ornamental candy cane and bows and stuff. And you're, it's like cactuses. You're like, get out of here, dude. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you what's, get well, I'm sure they say that about us. That's too. what I was just going to say. So like know, in Minnesota, they're like, fuck you. I know. Yeah. You like surfing and you surfed and you surfed the morning. My brother was surfing like every Thanksgiving in the morning, you know, like, of course, and Christmas. And like our friends or Trevor, does is uh like sunrise disc golf yeah on thanksgiving yep i don't always make that one and then da does his uh, uh like sunrise plunge uh-huh on christmas yeah in the ocean i remember I can't do that in minnesota right after high school like for a few years we would play football yeah we did um, we did down what was that after was that christmas the day after christmas or when was that yeah the mud bowl yeah we, mud bowl and we started getting too hurt yeah yeah basically <laughs> and then we decided it was because of global warming because there wasn't enough mud <laughs> yeah. and we we're basically on this rock hard fucking yeah. field yeah getting fucked up although yeah. it's the mushiest field you can find because it's below sea level so you guys are oh yeah now bowl. it's all yeah. killer I was, I was, i'm from the ghetto so ours was the pit <laughs> it sounds a little mm. more a little more you guys have brass knuckles on yeah yeah it was literally the pit. That's where you went and played football after Thanksgiving or whatever. <laughs> dude. That's pretty hardcore, dude. Yeah, Holmes. Yeah, Holmes. Yeah. Well, happy Thanksgiving from the DWA team. 
to you and yours. For sure. How cozy and warm are you right now? Oh, I hope you're super cozy and warm. Hopefully you're wearing some of, of that heel and toe apparel. Yeah. A lot of that Hallmark. Check out that No on. Limits stuff. I really yeah. Like no Limits Art has stuff. a dope No Limits hat on right now. Yeah. It's a good color. It's it like, like very quickly rose to the top is one of my favorite hats. It's like a, um, what is that? It's like a, gr- a speckled gray. Speckled. I was, cause you think of a speckled hen. Kind yeah. of that vibe. Mm. It's like the gray with the black. Kind of fuzzy in a way, but. But it, yeah. Yeah, it's nice. I've never yeah. seen a hat like this. Like this material. Hmm. It's pretty it's dope. Nice. I like it. Uh, pretty but good. now we have to answer questions. So, are you ready? Yeah. Oh, Niners are 10 and 1, I think. A hell of a game really. last night. I don't know if you got watch Do they play? It. They don't play a Thanksgiving game ever. No. No. It's no, like no. Cowboys and Green Bay, maybe. Redskins. What about Redskins. the Indians? Oh, Cowboys and Indians. Bears. Oh, yeah. Bears play. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Question time. Um, so I posted a picture of a donk ATV that I saw. Oh, yeah. That was saw that. I think it's dope. I thought Lane saw that at Morgan. No, Ray. dude. I think that's the first time Warren's posted a question post. <laughs> I had to oh, sneak it in there. I, I, I knew we were kind of recording early, so I just said, fuck it. Uh, so Boring Gordon says, legit question. If I wanted to take that donk bike on a DW rally, <laughs> would that be acceptable, rad or not? Absolutely. Acceptable as ice. Dude, that would be, yeah. It's up to you, man. It's your body. <laughs> it's your But I your would choice. so condone it. Like, that would be hilarious. That would be funny if it's his. Oh, if you pulled up to like our little rest stops and just did like a fucking burnout <laughs> and donuts and stuff and then tick off, I'm down. Where did you, you find that, Warren? You don't want to know. No, I do. You don't that Victorian looks like. Oh, whoa. Look at button. the fucking painting on that Victorian <laughs> behind it. Yeah. It's over by the harbor kind of, I think. <laughs> no, that's not in Santa Cruz. It's no, not? Dude. No, dude. dude. I thought it was over. No, really? with that mural on the side, dude. Oh, I didn't see the mural. <laughs> yeah. So out. heavy. That's in Central Valley. Oh, Steve's right there. You can't get that in Santa Cruz. Hell no. Uh, ben Rogan says, what is the best side with the burger? Fries, salad, onion rings, tater tots. How's this? Salad, fries for the table. Oh, I was going to one-up you. Half fries, half salad. I mean, that's a good call. So yeah. just a handful of fries, handful of salad. Yeah, yeah. My that, go-to. That's more I like it. Because I'm always in between those two. I want two. a little bit of both, but I definitely yeah. want salad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think more than more than... Not, I want a salad over fries. Most Especially time. these Especially days, my, this days. point in my life. Exactly. My exactly. go-to is onion rings. Really? Yes, and love onion rings. But see, onion rings vary so much. I hate crumbly, um, battered onion rings where it's like almost like a graininess. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I want the smooth, you want the smooth beer, smooth beer batter. Beer batter. Yeah, yeah. But then also like too greasy. Not good. Yeah. I just had, uh, I went to Habit again. Warren, you, get, you mean Warren or your Habit yeah, fans? You got to come I up. Where'd week. you go? Uh, Los Banos. Oh, okay. So Where, Habit here. Burger? There's one there's in, one in Foster City. Oh, there's one in San Francisco. Yeah, there's San one on, on Ocean. Street. Oh, shit. I've never been to it, but yeah. They're a publicly traded company, by the way. Really? Dude, yeah, which whoever, I found out. Whoever to took book, over their shit is yeah, killing it. We tried to book the truck. Uh, yeah, that's when I found out. They had like their little, um, it was the NASDAQ thing. But yeah, so I just went. I had the Santa Barbara chart with onion rings, and I was stoked. Another underrated burger. Wayback Burger. Would you say it's underrated baller? What is the Wayback Burger? It is traditional. Another, another chain, but all made to order. Oh, it's like, a chain. Yeah, hand patted, real deal. Where are these made? Or where are these located? The only one I know of is on Highway Five. There's a there's a few actually, but uh, it's a chain, and there's one on Highway Five between L.A. and San Francisco. Never heard of it. Are you guys uh, Smash Burger fans? Yeah, that. don't know what it's it okay. is. Yeah, I like okay. it. Yeah. Where is it? Uh, I've only been to one in LA. Oh. Every time I think about hand patties now, I think of Burt Kreischer making those burgers. <laughs> Dude, killed it. <laughs> On, and he's like talking about how like, well, so what do you usually make? Like a, um, like a pound burger? And they're like, Dude, are you fucking, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he just doesn't understand like weights and stuff. <laughs> oh man, did you listen to the latest one? <laughs> no. Oh fuck, I'm not going to ruin it at all. <laughs> all right. Bert's laugh when he's like super excited about something. Uh-huh. So wait, is it on? Um, it's, it's on Two Bears One Cave. There's a new one. Check it out. Two podcast, pretty good, dude. Two Bears One Cave. Yeah, it's also a video. It's a YouTube podcast. You can watch, you on, you can watch on YouTube. Yeah, but you could right. also listen to it on iTunes and all those. But it's probably better on YouTube because there's check it out. The visuals are good. They pull up stuff that they're talking about, like whether it's. A See, I've never watched it. I've always just listened. It, like, you haven't ever watched it? No. Okay. Yeah, you should watch it. But I like his cooking show. Yeah. Something's burning. All right. Bad Rabbit Habit says, what region of the U.S. has the best road manners? 
He says he just spent some time in SoCal and enjoyed how people actually drove like they had to be somewhere. Way too many zombies in the Central Valley. Um, best road manners. Hmm. It's funny when you drive somewhere, like when I go to the city, San Francisco, mm-hmm. I definitely have to recalibrate the way I drive. Mm-hmm. Like I have to put my seat up. You have to be a little quicker. Yep. And just like more on, more on your yeah, toes. You also can get away with a lot more, which yeah. I love. That's what LA is fucking crazy. Yeah. You can kind of do whatever you want. Do you, our drive to fucking Radwood with Jason Camisa and Derek and you. Yeah. And I was in that 300 CE. We were just fucking it was like Mad Max and we weren't the only ones. It was like, you had to it's drive just, that way. That was just, you go with the flow, right? Yeah. Organized chaos. That's what it felt like. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. So I think, yeah, San Francisco was interesting because I like that everybody, like, it's just like people just go for it. You know, like you, you see, a, you can go through fucking red lights. If you're the last guy, you just go through it. Everybody has to wait. You don't have a choice. And like, it's just a different high, fast pace. Like you got, I don't know. It's just kind of like, um, I don't feel like red lights are ever safe. Yeah, because there's cars coming the other direction. Well, they see green. They wait. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it's an expectation. It's almost like, and until where is this, this San Francisco? Yeah, until I though, told you my story about going to buy that 944 Turbo. The guy that got with and we were watching the guy cruise up. We're like, oh, there it is. He goes through a light. Someone runs a red and totals the car. Yeah, so he didn't know the proper etiquette. You're supposed to wait for a little bit when you turn green. Uh, but I do like the that that vibe. Um, I think like etiquette wise, though, like I don't know. I've 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 definitely experienced like Texas wider roads. People are kind of like everyone stays to the right. Left lane is for passing only. That's an experience that I've had there at least. Um, I've been to Austin area like a few times and. It's been good. I don't feel like I've driven enough places yeah. to really know. I mean, like we've driven we on these Radwoods and stuff. Yeah, and it was fun. I mean, like, it, I don't know. I feel like the left lane stays vacant and people, which uh, is very important for me. I, it's such a small sample size. I can't say that's true, but uh, I can't remember. Nothing stands out to me. Mm. I know, like Santa Cruz sucks, and like play towns like this, you know, where dude, I remember uh, trying to think of another one. South Philly was pretty heavy. Oh, it's not really the middle of the street. Oh, yeah. yeah. Super narrow roads, just people everywhere. Yeah. Portland sucks because of the speed limits. Like it's everything is 50 miles an hour on the, on the highways and the freeways. It's really, really slow. Uh, it's slow. It's but etiquette. Yeah. Etiquette. I don't know about etiquette. It's just slow. Hmm. Yeah. I would not say LA has good. Can road I just manners. say that, They're just um, more aggressive. This is a blanketed statement. Like relative to most countries, the U.S. just sucks. <laughs> Like, like, I feel like, like, uh, overall, like in other places, people just are better kind of like, uh, like more, um, is that what you're trying to say? uh, they're more, uh, not defensive. What's the other word? Driver. Aggressive. Uh, just more reactionary reaction. Nah, not reactionary. They're just kind of, they just go for aware it. or yeah. Like hmm. I just don't like, like it's, you like want to send it. I don't like oblivious people. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want the Prius drivers that are like, yeah, and it's just, oh, I don't know anyone's following me because yeah. I'm just looking at my mile, miles per gallon range Something. or gauge yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, but not everywhere though. So, cause it's something. Yeah. You can't say that. that blanket thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> Germany's the best. That's like when you told me you hate all, um, of those people. That's that one true. Kind yeah. of person. There's a few that are nice though. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, Germany has been the best. I'll say that if we're going outside of the country. Um, so Germany. Missouri and Texas. Yeah. T Frasca has a question. Maybe you guys can clarify this for me. <clears throat> Have any of you ever let scrape creep essentially ruin a project car? Scrape creep. I'm in the process of building a 16 valve 2.3 liter with a big old turbo for my 142. And I have this fear that when it's all done, I'll miss the way it was. Have any of you ever let scrape creep? Essentially ruin a project. I don't know what scrape creep is. And then Yeti Overland says, Black Friday sales are making my scope creep bad. (laughs) Are we too old for this question? What the fuck is happening? I don't know where I am. What the fuck is scrape creep? Maybe it's a weird typo. Like you you meant to type one word and it autocorrupt scrape creep. But what happened to scope? <laughs> like, like, what? I'm, gonna uh, I'm just going to respond. But, but I mean, what if we can answer the question, scrape? though. But you know what he's talking about. Yeah, he's saying, yeah, like you, you, you did all this work, but then you kind of are, yeah, you wish it was the way it was. Yeah. You, you wouldn't have fucked with it. Yes, I have that all the time. In fact, it will stop me from starting projects. Yeah. All the time. I think that's the reason I don't 
kiss of done. Yeah, me too. I'm too worried that it's going to ruin. Look how long it took for me to get wheels yeah. alone. And people would laugh at that all day long because they're switch, switching wheels out every month or whatever. Yeah. And I don't want to fuck with my scene. Uh, I'm the opposite. <laughs> yeah, you are the opposite yeah, because yeah. I'm that, I would be that way about even like replacing the 944 or something. It's like, well, I wouldn't like it as much. And you're, you're like, well, fuck, you can just get what you have again. You know, like, yeah. um, yeah, I'm trying to think of one example though where that might have been the case. I think with the NSX, like I went for the aesthetics more so than anything else, and like I think you know the stock wheels are great. I should have just spaced those out and rocked like a good like fresh suspension. With the KWs were fine, they, but which I had them really low. NSX. NSX, yeah. But I I lowered it and I put the 1552 wheels, which look fucking killer on the car. Scrape and creep, it, and it drove great. And that's what the scrape creep comes. It drove really well, but. It definitely scraped everywhere, and it was low, and it was like inconvenient. But yeah. uh, and I was really more for the aesthetics uh, there. But seeing it now that Alex owns it, and I raised it for him to OEM spec with the stock wheels. Like I feel like if I would have just spaced out the stock wheels and put good rubber on it, and like not compromised. Yeah, like we do. Like been epic. That would have been great. Yeah. Like, um, but it also looked really. Yeah, how many cars have you owned wheels? since then? Since you sold that NSX, like, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you get right after? Not that, that many. Five or something? Four? Probably. Yeah. Did you get the Celica right after that? Yeah. No, I got the M Coupe. Oh. Or was it Celica? Oh, maybe it was No, which one was first? I can't remember. M Coupe was first. So oh, it was. It was M Coupe, but you had the five six five hundred during the NSX and oh, the right, right. M And the two thousand two. Oh yeah, yeah, the M two thousand two. I don't even know when you got that. Yeah. Oh, that was after the NSX. 2002. Yeah. yeah. Then five the M2? Five-ish cars then? Yeah. Plus the S4. Oh, and the forgot S4. forgot about too. the S4. Yeah. That's right, man. That's right. And the 924. 924S. So, um, I was thinking today, dude, I'm like... Oh, Radwood, I can't wait to hear this. That's we cool. sell Radwood in six months because, uh, you know, Vans realizes how valuable this uh, endeavor is. Uh, and um, keep the 924S and, like, build, like, the ultimate spec of that. Nope. Um Five cylinder TTRS swap, longi- like just basically. Yeah, it's super motor. dope, dude. Right, that would be rad. That's what I was thinking. That would be so sick. And then I and I can do the radius fenders with the little fender yeah. flares, so, and that means I can fit wider yeah, folks yeah. on it. Yeah, I would go black and red scheme. Yeah. Red Fuchs. Fuchs on it. Red Fuchs, red script. Yeah, on the side. I don't approve. Fuchs look good on nine twenty fours for some reason. Yeah, really? yeah. But I don't. I wouldn't want them. Are like like so old for that car. Such an old wheel for that. Well, they have heard Fuchs on 944 turbos. Yeah, yeah but I mean, I and Fuchs, have, I mean, all across. The I mean, Fuchs look right? all right on my car, yes. right? Um, There's a 92. What? What? You your car? <laughs> 87. 87. <laughs> and it's a body from 77 or 76. No, 76. There's so many good wheels for that car, though. It's just, just like, like I don't know. I could do like a tarmac rally look. Is kind of what I would go with. Yeah, um, they look good like that. Um, that is kind of like the ultimate. It's like when I think about the the 944, like getting something else. I'm like, oh, what if I just got like a like I would, you know, at first I remember thinking like a V8 would be cool. Fuck a V8, like that would just be like a Corvette or something. But like a five cylinder motor yeah. would be so That'd good. Be Sounds insane. Ultimate. Sound killer and like have like the ult, you know, have 200 or 300 horsepower or yeah. something. You know, like imagine that, like. Yeah, it'd be right. And it's a car. It's that's a motor with, engine with a lot of character. Yeah. So and it's part of the dope. family, like yep. kind of keeping it VNG yeah. and just make the ultimate 944, basically. Yeah. Be sick. Yeah, be super down with that. Petrol Razi has a a good question. Many of us are nostalgic sometimes for eras even b- before we were born, like the '60s sports car scene. Thinking about how awesome it was to take an old air-cooled 911 on a rally or drive it to the track and win with it. But when I think about it, those guys back then were actually driving the latest and greatest machinery of their day, similar to as if we were driving a GT2 RS now. Yet I find myself drawn to vintage cars. Do you think a 911 driver in 1968 was similarly drawn to old Duesenbergs and stuff like that? Mm. It's so hard because... Think, Don't you think the the way the car was evolves so much between yes. those periods? Well, what happened too is you had a, a period of time where cars didn't develop. Like yeah. there was such there's a massive leap that yeah. took place. So if you were a car guy in the early mid '60s. You almost don't look pre-war. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't. Not as a sports car driver. No. Right? You, why would you? Right? Like, 
I don't think they they yearn for you that. You could but look is, back at like a Triumph TR3 yeah. from the 50s. But it's a really good point, though, because it is the same thing as like, why are we into cars like a 2002 or, a yeah. 9, you know, Long Hood 911, where it is the similarity of going back to those old cars. Like we always talk about mm. like owning an 85 in like in high school. Yeah. And then you, you go back to like the prior generation. It's like, dude, that would have been like owning a 1940s. Oh car. yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. But you could say like, like I could say like I've owned a 74, 914, I own 985, 944, and then I've owned 2000s, 996s. Yeah. All those are like small sports cars within the same vein. A 60s 911 compared to like a 30s Duesenberg is like a totally different. That's like the departure is like it's big it's so different. It's such a big, big leap, and it's so such a different way of going about everything, right? Yeah. So I think that's the big difference in in that. Yeah, and, and I mean, there's different niches, right? I mean, there's like the hot rods, there's drag racing, but in our case, we're going for a certain driving experience, like the, the, the handling Canyon and the carving. balanced, lightweight, narrow sporty roads. car, narrow, narrow roads. roads. Um, and so with that, you're looking for a specific type of car, and I think we're going the opposite because we still want that analog, kind of lightweight, nimble driving experience not necessarily overpowered versus like what's available now on the modern market or contemporary market, right? It's like supercar status, extremely yeah. fast, super capable, more detached. Like, so I don't know. I think we're, we're longing for something that was available from the sixties to the nineties. Right. And, you know, and into the two thousands, even with yeah. the 39s and the whatever it may be. Um, yeah, I think it's a different, a different, um, era. Yeah. You know? Yes. So it is a good question, though. It yeah. is a good the question because it, it makes you, it gets you thinking. It puts it in perspective that guys who we romanticize about yeah. driving their, you know, 250 GTO to the track and then driving it home. I mean, that guy's definitely a GT2 RS guy. Right. Or even like a, a Koenigsegg or Ferrari a, 488 or something. Right. Like, like some crazy car. Yeah. Those are 20 grand or something. So yeah. And, um, but you still think about it as this vintage kind of experience and it doesn't seem like the latest, greatest technology, but in, in fact, it definitely was. But that's the thing. The latest, greatest technology was only that late and great. And I think, and I don't that, think it, there, it wasn't a big gap from the latest, greatest in 1959 to 1969. Yeah. Like really? What? I mean, I guess in the highest form of motorsports there was, but for sure for like top road cars, what really changed other than like power? I mean, but even then, from when to when? Fifty nine to sixty nine. Yeah, like a top of the line road car in nineteen fifty nine, and compared to sixty nine, I mean, there's a lot of similarities. Whereas the gap from thirty nine to forty nine is big, or huge. Yeah, thirty nine to fifty nine is like huge. Mm-hmm. You go from like the yeah. Stone Age. There was all definitely the way. yeah, it's not as big as a leap. Yeah, whereas later it was. Um, but I think also like. Yeah, it's, it's a personality thing, right? Like, I mean, you have like, like the racer, like a true racer doesn't give a shit. They just want the best, right? Like, cause they want to go the fastest. They want like the best technology that's going to get them that podium. So like versus like someone that's going for the pure experience, the engineer doesn't give a shit about the old stuff, right? It's yeah. like all, the, all about the future and like what's going to be the most efficient, most performant or whatever. Right. Um, but I mean, from a driving perspective, yeah, like definitely I agree. Yeah. The leap from, Pre-war yeah. to just past post-war. That always trips me out because there's a there's always a a good percentage of race car drivers that don't care about cars at all. Yeah, and they're like like Tiff Nadell. Yeah, like cars are Believe just not, uh, doesn't even care about cars. He's just a yeah. racer. I feel like Brian's a little that way. Like oh, car is just a thing, a vessel to tool. like a little bit of a tool, you know? Like yeah, because that's why he doesn't like care about styling. As yeah, exactly. And I, I like I love like it's like a combination of all that stuff, and it's like. It's an emotional thing, like seeing, even just seeing a car is an emotional thing for me. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a combination of like the smells and the looks and the, you know, the sounds and every, everything combined yeah, make Dario, me love cars. Dario Franchitti is actually like a car guy. Uh-huh. And like he talks about how like, I remember like five years ago or something, I read a thing where he, he basically was talking about how like there is a big issue right now with, within motorsport, how like, vehicles are becoming like less and less like engaging and like the same shit we talk yeah. about and like he talks about soul in a car and like 
and like forget the entertainment for the spectators and putting on a show for them. It's like making it a fun and engagement and interesting experience for the drivers too, you know, like, yeah. uh, whereas like there's so much downforce, there's so much, so much this, 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 this. it's like, whereas like he wants to be in, more involved, you know, yeah. and like, um, and even Senna used to say that too, right? Like, whereas some people, you know, some engineers, or engineer minded, I guess, like racers don't give a shit, right? It's like, yeah, it's like someone like Patrick Long, like he loves cars, right? Yeah. And then there's others that it's just about lap times. They give a fuck about what right. they're driving and everything. Um, yeah, I think it was Alex Rossi, like who, like, mm-hmm. uh, like he can't even drive a manual very well. Like I, I, I mentioned this on that fucking influencer event thing that I went to with Michelin yeah. and like some kids were like really annoyed with me because like I, I mentioned like how I think it was road and track maybe. Like in early, I mean, 2010 or some shit like that, where I read a piece, uh, when Alex Rossi drove Jim Clark's Lotus 49 at Coda, uh, if Coda is that old, whenever that was, Coda was new. And, uh, and you watched the video and it was brutal, dude. Like he's fucking grinding the gears. He's uh. rev matching. It's like really terrible because he can't drive a manual well. And he's, here's, you know, the best we have in, in terms of American talent, but you know, he's fast in a Formula One, modern Formula One car, but he cannot drive a manual car. And like, you know, it was still faster than, oh, it was at the time, it was a comparison between the brand new C6 ZR1, uh, around Coda versus the Lotus 49, yeah. which, you know, is, we're talking, you know, a car from the late sixties versus a, uh, you know, a modern, you know, supercar, whatever yeah. you want to call it. And, uh, and Lotus 49 was still faster, but I was thinking like, dude, how much faster would it have would been be someone who actually driver, yeah. knows how to drive it? Uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, and, uh, yeah, like someone gave me shit. They're like, oh, well, there are plenty of, you know, modern drivers who don't know how to drive a manual. Like it's unnecessary for their skill set or whatever. It's like, yeah, yeah, but that's, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 it, I thought about, I was listening to like a F1 podcast the other day. I think it was like, um, W, uh, WTF1 or something. Um, you know, that, that oh, yeah, you yeah. know, that channel. Um, oh, they have a podcast too? Yeah, they have a podcast. Oh, and the main guy from WTF1, I always forget his name, like the main personality, but he was, they were ever doing an advertisement for like Top Gear, uh, magazine, I think. And he's like, they're doing the car awards. He's like, and that's pretty exciting, even though I don't really like car, I'm not that into cars. Mm. And it's like, dude, it's so weird to me to hear that. Like, you're yeah. so into Formula One and all this, but you don't, you're not into cars. Right, right, right. Like, yeah. For me, it's like so much of yeah. every everything. You know, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, like you said. Some people are just looking for that vessel yeah. to, to go quickly around a track. Yeah. That's all they want. They, they're fine getting chauffeured to the track. Yeah, they're fine. You know, but as a spectator, it's weird too. Like because you're not even like the only way you can relate to what they're doing is right. by driving a car and having fun in any car. Yeah, and you can. There's a lot of sports and things you might watch. Yeah, like I don't. You don't try, play football right, and like yeah. I can appreciate uh, acrobatic uh, pilots. And sure. on. F- finger painting. I love finger painting. <laughs> a big fan. I do yep. fantasy finger painting, actually. com forward slash DWA. We all know Heel and Toe Apparel has the coziest shirts, um, the best automotive shirts out there. And, uh, it's the perfect gift. Christmas is coming up, Hanukkah, whatever, you know, holidays you celebrate, um, little gift exchanges at your work. This is the perfect gift for the car lover in your life. Even if they're not super into cars, they're just kind of cool graphics that I think anyone could wear, especially like the sandals on the, on the, uh, on the pedals shirt. Um, you have a lot of cool stuff, really cool hats, cozy sweatshirts. Um, they have a new beanie which is really cool it's a dawn patrol beanie so check that one out and uh they have some socks they made in collaboration with our friend uh eric over at stripe design so go check out all their gear and uh pick some up for the holiday and get 20 percent off your order when you use the code dwa at checkout or go to heelandtoeapparel.com forward slash dwa On a keyboard, this is Vandalay Industries. On a keyboard, when typing, are you a left shift, right shift, or ambi shift? Wait, where is shift? Left shift. <laughs> I'm left shift only. Yep. Yeah, left. I've and never. Ben Rogan says left always. T Frasca says I didn't even know there was a left shift button. What? He's a right shifter. Whoa, that's weird. <laughs> Philip Hankey says mind. Blown. Wait, I didn't know there was a right one. I know, right? That's what he's saying. 
T Frasca is all on right. He doesn't even know there's a left. Wow. Huh. Interesting. I kind of don't know there's a right. Yeah, same that's what here. I'm saying. Where is it? I guess it's, it's in the it's same right place, there. right? Isn't it the same place? It's right. Kind of. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's right there. I can't say I ever noticed it. Yeah. Uh, Angry Bird GTI says, what's worse? And this is a good question. Overly aggressive factory burble tune or super synthetic piped in engine noise? Glares at BMW. Hashtag faking it. Piped in bullshit is the worst period. I'm super over it. I think it's just the burble thing. stuff. The burble th- tune is getting a little weird. Burble sucks, but it's at least it's real. But it's actual exhaust note, but true, it's fake. But it's but like they, it's, they it no, it's not fake. It's real. They just make it. They do make that. It do it. Yeah, but so it's like it's actual exhaust. But it's a real thing. But it's like inefficient, sound. and it's but, like adding gasoline. Yeah, it's sure. Like, it's like, but it is a noise that's it's making. S- but it's a, it's an engine produced noise. Yes. It's not a fucking. CD yeah, rather than having like BMW puts it on a CD and it, you know it's basically a CD. Well, well, it's not on a CD. <laughs> <laughs> you press play. It's on a VHS or yeah, a tape. Of, no, but it's playing through the speakers. You yeah, know. Yeah. yeah. Um, is, is it a record player or how do they do it? I think yeah, probably. Or there's a car chasing you. There's a Betamax, and then you can like they transfer. Yeah, laser disc. But laser disc is vertical. You put it in uh, dash yeah. vertically. Dang. Um, yeah, I think the piped in shit sucks. I, my Volkswagen GTI didn't. It had it like where it came. It was the vibrator. It vibrated the windshield. I always turned, oh and that was God. always turned off. But that that's not even scene. fake, right? It's just that's just like vibrate. It's putting the intake so it vibrates off the it vibrates the windshield. Um, I turned that off from since day one. I was like, duh, that's so annoying. This like buzzing. You know, it's terrible. Yeah. You're in the, you want fake shit because you drive cars like that? I don't know. I'm trying to think of a car that had that, that I was really annoyed by. Like, um, yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, it's, I mean, a synthesized sound is one thing. I mean, I think if it's enhancing what's already there, like if, like, um, you know, like if it's, if it's basically like taking like the new M5, for example, which is like taking the induction sound and then S- uh, basically synthesizing that, but amplifying it through the speakers. Like it's kind of the same thing. I feel like mentally to me, like, cause you, it's also the sound. It's but just it's like, not doing that. It's playing a, it's, it's pumping it yeah, right yeah. on the CD yeah. it's on the, from the, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, I just feel like the, it, from, a, uh, from, um, laser disc points. What is it called? Uh, from a fuck. God beta. Damn it. Beta standing outside the vehicle. What is that called? I am the, uh, wall. No. I'm the walrus. I'm the walrus. Yeah. I'm crying. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Uh, son of a bitch. Uh, from a stand. Ringo Star. Passerby? Standerby. Dance Nation. <laughs> from a passerby. Spectator. Yes. Um, as someone who. Passerby? Is passer, no, am I the passerby if the car's passing by me? I think. <laughs> it's just like, no. for example, there was a Ford Focus the other day that someone drove by in. It was an, an RS or, or uh-huh. something. And it was so excessive. And it was like popcorn-y and like oh, yeah, too yeah. much. And it was like laying off constantly. A lot of times they dial that in. Like people get that done. They dial in right. a verbal tune. And it was like, it's, and it's the exhaust making the sound, but it's super obnoxious because now the rest of the world has a hear it. That's like my thing. Whereas like if it, if it's piped into your interior, it's just you experiencing it. Like I don't want to be obnoxious to the world. You know what Pick I'm one, you son of a bitch. Fake noise. Give me the fake noise. Oh, my God. <laughs> Axel Jor says, do you follow the hydraulic press channel? At is that? Hydraulic press channel. Oh, no, but I've they heard of that. It. That's pretty cool. Well, yeah. I'm down, down that rabbit hole. Um, yeah, I've watched them on... Um, it is pretty satisfying to watch on Instagram. Like, this is a on brick. Instagram? They're just crushing. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Just explodes. Like pretty cool, dust. dude. Have you seen the ones where they tamp shit down? Where it's like it's like uh not just oh, pressing oh, like, uh, for metal working. Like yeah, yeah, but huge. but uh, but they put different shit in it yeah, and yeah. like and mm-hmm. so it's like smashing like all kinds of stuff. You know what I watched today was Forest Cooler Works making a front air dam. That was rad. That was dope on Instagram television TV or whatever you call it. Yeah, oh. yeah, that was pretty cool. It was so cool he piece. just like it's from like cutting out the piece of aluminum and then shaping it and bending it and everything to mm-hmm. to the final stamping of Kugelworks. Yeah, he's a he's Pretty a rare dope, breed, dude. man. Yeah. To have all that stuff. Yeah. That that like right there it's like I want to share that at some point, but it's like I mean it more than justifies any price he wants to charge for stuff. Yeah, know? it's right. I mean, he's I didn't a, see it. I want to watch he's it. He's a craftsman, you know. Yeah, it's he's really like, cool. Handmade. Like when you see him do that, you're like, oh, that thing should be like $1,500. You appreciate the work that's going into yeah. it versus just... Everyone's uh, handmade. Yeah. 
I did not know that. I didn't know that. You thought it was I more mean, of like we, a stamping. And we know him. He's a friend of ours. Yeah. And like we've had the product on our cars or whatever. Uh-huh. But like I actually had no idea each one had that level so of cool. like finishing, you know, yeah. to, and, and hand uh, working it. Lars Brunkhorst says the next Fast and Furious movie takes place in the Pixar Cars universe. What anthropomorphic cars are all the actors and why is the next car guy movie? Oh, why is this the next car guy movie that needs to be made? It's actually a good idea. Yeah, it is. Kind of just, uh, simplify and make it fun. And you have so many options in the, yeah, the digital world, obviously. Is this a boop boop? No. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of cars, dude. There a lot is, of people. Yeah. I can't yeah. So think. what's, uh, what's Vin Diesel going to be? What if they're just the cars that they were in the movies? Just, uh, made like an animated into... charger or whatever, or challenger or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Or an RX7, right? I don't know. You know all the cars, Art. I don't know all of them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's... Someone's in Eclipse, right? Ja Rule or something. Is Ja Rule still in it? Jetta with no brake calipers. What's his name's an XB in uh, Tokyo Drift? (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Well, I feel like... What, Lil Bow Wow? Yeah, Lil Bow Wow. Wait, no, it wasn't an XB. It was a Volkswagen. The green one? Yeah. Really? It was... Wasn't it a Volkswagen... and it had like the Hulks. The punch. Yeah, the punched the, out yeah. door. I thought it was a Volkswagen. Oh, was it? I can't remember. But I, I was thinking the, the, the questions asking more like what pre-existing Pixar characters play each Fast and the Furious character, right? Like, like Lightning McQueen is, uh, Paul Walker and, yeah. you know. But they would be in a car that is like representative, representative. Yeah. representative. So a career GT. Something like that. Oh, that's, that's a little (laughs) too soon. soon. I'm sorry. Uh, all right. Hmm. Yeah. M3 lightweight. That's what I'm saying. He was into those. Ford Bronco. Ford Bronco, which you can see at Radwood SoCal, December 7th. Mm hmm. Uh, Tom's Ellick says, in light of Kevin Hart's Hellcat swapped Barracuda crash, rumors are flying about California requiring updated safety requirements in modified cars. I daily drove a 260 horsepower 1958 Beetle with only a lap belt and okay-ish disc brakes. And frankly, I can kind of see where they're coming from. What types of safety improvements do you think should be required in hot rotted street cars, if any? And which would be going too far? Shoulder belts, improved brakes, airbags? Proximity sensors, fire suppression, etc. So I just read an article in Sports Car Market, which they kind of go through this uh, story and what could be potentially litigious, which uh, they're saying that there's a chance that the shop that built the Cobra or the Barracuda with the Hellcat engine could be held liable for not putting in proper safety gear matching the performance of the vehicle. We kind of talked about this on one of the podcasts. I think we did. But the fact, so he asked what's going too far. Airbags are going way too far. It requires speed sensors on the wheels, on the brake pedal. uh, More things can go wrong with that than can go right. Totally. The cars aren't fitted to house that. I mean, it could explode in the steering wheel. Dude, it could blow up metal, like pieces of shards of metal that are in there. It's not meant to have that at all. Absolutely. Um, so I think airbags is ridiculous. Um, I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. Fire suppression is not a bad idea. I don't think it really comes mm-hmm. into like a safety thing per se, but they've made some, I was talking about this. There are these like coil oh, hoses basically car, yeah. that if there's a fire, it, once it burns through like a certain layer, it just ex- kind of explodes fire suppression all over yeah. the place. They make them in like big, Ball formats. Is that well. a major concern though? Like, I'm not, for, not for me. It feels I mean, like it's more of a control thing, right? Yeah, like, or I feel like, like a, I mean, I want to save my car. Yeah, I think I'm going to say this, and this is going to be the most uh, paradoxical thing I've ever said, but I think ABS and uh, traction control makes sense for these guys. So, uh, but it's it could be defeatable. You can't add that traction way, because it, of the wheel sensors and all that. What no, but mean? ABS is an intricate system with like a control module and electronics and speed sensors and. They did it in the eighties. <laughs> yeah, a, a, a huge car company did spending millions yeah, and, and millions it didn't and work that yeah. well. Okay, so rebuilt and and they were but, dangerous. Well, the only reason I, well, can you do traction control without it? That's you why. That's why primitive, I said primitive form of traction control, yeah. which would suck. It would 
kill. I think what you would do is like, well, it seems like because you need to keep them safe. The stopping thing is obvious, right? Upgraded brakes are a no brainer. Obviously, yeah. here I think this is just lawyers like trying to get money out, and and this is all bullshit. I don't think any of it. Is, I, don't, I don't think. So. I don't think it's legit at all. Uh, I mean, how do you stop someone from restoring a an Alfa Romeo race car? Yeah, with that never had seatbelts or whatever. Yeah, I mean, they already they do have to use like a. You know, the racing at Laguna, they do have to use modern helmets and mm-hmm. all, and, um, they do have to use some modern stuff. Oh, no, on the, on the track, that's, yeah. that's mandated yeah. by the person running the track. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying you could run your E-type race car on the street or E-type Jaguar that was restored or, you know, modified with more power and it maybe doesn't have seatbelts or, but seatbelts make sense. I mean, like, well, right? that's a personal like, that's, choice, right? That's, well, no, it's not. When you fucking kill yourself, and now we have backed up. No, but <laughs> you're saying, like, so here's the other thing: the person can die in a non-modified car without seatbelts too. Like, the, who's saying what their little drive? Like, is it because it was a modified car, or is it because it's just a shitty old car? No, it was. Um, it was probably, super well done, right? It was a well done car, but it had 700 horsepower, and I yeah. guess probably drunk. But would it? I, mean, I, I know that's thought, what I'm thinking too. But would I'm it have been the? Was but he but the got, stock 350 horsepower engine could have had the same way. It right? would have happened the same way. Yeah, that's yeah, still yeah. a fast car. There's just the only piece that is weird to me is that. Kevin Hart broke his back, but yet he was scurried away yeah, to by, home. His, by his security. Yeah, I know. Like Not the, straight to the hospital. Right. Uh, yeah, you told me about that. Super I didn't know about shady. That. And then the people, the guy driving and his girlfriend or wife was in the backseat with no seat. Yeah. It was on a shelf. Yeah. And the, no one was wearing a seatbelt, but they just basically slid off the side of the road and like went down a little embankment. But, Which uh, is the same issue that all these people face, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, oversteer, they can't handle it. So, like... But it, I think Lane's point is true that that could happen Technically, that could happen with a, Yeah. Dude, I mean, dude, if I'm sitting in the back of a car with no seat... Yeah. And, like, that... I mean... Uh, that could it's happen so in a car with 100 that. horsepower, dude. Right. It's so hard to... It doesn't matter. It doesn't. All right, so... Yeah, it's so hard. I don't understand how you regulate it. Without banning old cars, like straight up just banning cars that are over 10 years old, like you can't, like there's nothing you can do. I mean, mean, tires are another one, but it's like, how do you regulate that, right? It's like, oh, you can't get Ling Longs on your car if it's 500 horsepower. Like, I don't know. It's like, yeah, where does it stop? How do you do all that? How do the Germans do it? They probably seem the most like, uh, uh, they have the TUV. All I know yeah, about yeah. the Germans is that they Tuv. do. They are very strict about the type of tire. Like if you're not, if you're not on like snow tires in the winter, like you get fined for that. Um, you might even get your car impounded. It's like super yeah, there, strict. Right? There was like, talks of for a while. I don't know if they were did it, but there was some like sensors they could put in rows and it can uh, measure tread depth. Oh, interesting. Whoa. Jeez, huh? That's cool. Yeah. Um, and I know they're very particular about the condition of the vehicle, like rust and. Like all, damage yeah, and stuff, but like the MOT thing, yeah, and you know, working seatbelts. Yeah. I mean, are seatbelts required? Can you drive a a fifty five, whatever? Yeah, because in the U.S., if it didn't come with them, you you can get away with it, right? Yeah, like originally, so that works. I think so. Yeah, dude, lap belts are so gnarly. Like personally, like how <laughs> I would not just want I mean, to roll lap with belt that. Sounds horrible, right? Dude, like <laughs> it sounds worse than not having seatbelts. It's like, like you're gonna crash into the steering wheel even harder or something. Yeah, yeah, it just like whip lashes <laughs> you like into Flip it, like straight into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I for one would want three point belts or like a decent little harness system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you add the the half bar and or whatever. By the way, that reminds me, um, when I wasn't here for that show, but you guys were talking about being in that front row, like with the bulkhead thing in front of you on yeah. planes and having a airbag seatbelt. Yeah. yeah. That's what I thought it was for is like, because you don't like, you don't have the seat in front of you to break it. So like you have a, an airbag to, that is so that you don't forward. whip forward, right? Because yeah. you only have a left but, belt. But there was nothing to hit. But it was a really far distance right, right. to the bulkhead. So wouldn't it fill up the whole space though? No. It wasn't that big. It was just like a... It's on your seatbelt. Like a panel that would eject yeah. above you, like in front of you. So it just... Basically, huh. my point is, I would want that on every seat because you're going to smash into that It would be better to have it seat. in the other seats. Yes, you because have, you actually have something to yeah, hit. Yeah, yeah. If it's not... I thought it filled up the whole area, no. like a huge one. <laughs> that would be uh, gnarly. Yeah. <laughs> it was just big enough to like put something in front of you that you're going to hit. Yeah. And... But you have nothing to hit against, so you're going to whiplash regardless, but you have nothing to actually... So how's that for old cars, then? How about a seatbelt, then you... Ooh, airbag seatbelt. Airbag seatbelt. Dang. Oh, that... Because then you're not slamming into no, the... No, but you're like... still up against the sensors. You have to have a, a intricate system of... 
somebody will develop it plug and play bumpers you have to have speed oh yeah accounted for yeah how are those sensors it's also that's a big thing because in an older car, you're gonna metal bumper. So how is that sense? How is that sensing the load? And every car has a different way. Like how much pressure is moving what, and uh, by different materials. Yeah. You know now all the cars that have those have a thin five mile per hour plastic bumper. Yeah. It's all kind of the same type of thing. Right. But how do you? So it would have to be a system that uh, where. You install a fiberglass Dude. bumper that and looks like the metal bumper. Before and then all you hear of is like people dying because airbags went off and they couldn't see and they crashed into the car in front of them. And, Sweet. Right. you know, like, yeah, make it a see through airbag. Oh, there you go, sir. Yeah, yeah there we go. Go. Because the fucking explosion isn't going to do it. Like, it's not <laughs> going to startle you enough to fly out the red. Blow up furniture, basically, is what we're talking about. Uh, KM Grace says, pick one, Carpocalypse Edition. All race cars go electric, or all road cars are autonomous. That's the easiest question ever. All road cars are autonomous. Yeah. What? So you're yeah. you're never canyon carving again. Yeah. Just got really Wait, no way, dude. I'm going all race cars are electric, yeah. dude. Hell why, yeah. Why would that? Why of course, I don't drive race cars, dude. I drive yeah. road cars. But exactly. you would be driving race cars if that was the case, right? That's like kind of the way. Where? It's yeah, but I never do drive race cars, but I drive road cars all the time. So I don't want to drive car. I don't, I don't want to never get to Canyon Carve again. And, and your choice, your chances of driving on the race car, like racetrack or like how many times, but you drive a car every single day. The way that I see it is because like it, it, in that world, like you basically nullify all the road shit and just, and your, the racetrack is your place. But like you're not a race car driver, but, but, but you're I not going be. there every day. Well, you're adding shit to you're going, So you're going there every day to the racetrack. Often, yeah. Often. Know. What's your local racetrack yep. you're going to? Uh, Infinity is my favorite. How are you getting there? An autonomous That's car? That's your point. By the way. Yeah. Yeah. Just throw me in that shuttle. And by the way, there's no such thing as an Infinity on Raceway. I know, that's what I just said. Uh, <laughs> I, said <yeah. laughs> I said, it's not serious point. <laughs> <laughs> How are we looking at? Sonoma Raceway. Let's do uh, one more. One more. Um, Coastal Range Racetrack Day. <laughs> Coastal Range. I mean, if we renamed all roads racetracks, then I'm down, but I don't know. I, so, uh, so, the, so the way that I saw I. I mean, thought of this question originally was like, if it's a race car, you can drive it on the street. If it's a road car, like if it's like a, a, a like a, you can't modify it and make it into something. You know what I mean? It's like, that's kind of where my mind went initially. That's cheating. Yeah. Like, cause I mean, if I, can I drive a race car on the street? Nope. Is it committed to the track? No, no yeah, one drives track. race cars on the street. What? You, you were just talking about the XK that you would drive to no, from the track. Like, <laughs> like yeah, that's, no, that's but that's a not a race car. car. That's a road car that you... Road car that you take on the track. Say modern race car. Modern race car? Fuck that. Then I'm definitely with you guys. But oh, like, I mean, like, back. I was picturing back, like folks. driving like all sorts of amazing shit on the street. Um, so you just tell Amelia, you're, cause that's, you're so into your kid. You're like, yeah, this is like a race car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Basking Shark Media says, hey, have you guys heard about the Cybertruck? Nope. No. So listen to, <laughs> listen to the Sunday edition. Uh, it gets heated because one of, the podcast hosts is a contributor, right? A deposit. He's a patron. Oh, he's a patron. He's a depositor on said truck. Depositor. Hmm. Okay. Sunday edition. All right. Last question. Mr. Lovrak says, what would be the best reverse engine swap? So he says, for example, um, IE and the S14 B23 E36 Spirit of BTCC. Oh, like a like putting an older engine in a newer car. Yeah, exactly. And or an air-cooled 996. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why would you do that? Up. Yeah, dude, like, oh, let's make a 996 like really slow. <laughs> <laughs> well, you what can you make mean? it you can make it radical. I mean, like I was thinking like singer or something like turbo, motors, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. You get the um, sound and you get the character of the motor. In a modern car. You could car, definitely make a fucking badass air cooled. Yeah, I mean, I don't care to have that motor in that car. That's though. not where I'd go. Uh, um, how about a, uh, how about a, uh, 360 Modena with an F40 engine? That's huh. the opposite way. Well, we can go both ways now. Can you go both ways? Oh, I thought, I thought so. he was going with a older, older. I'm going old F40 engine into a new 360 Modena. 
Yeah. Just like right. an old air cooled motor into a 996. Yeah. Is that right? That's right to me. Yeah. Looks like mean, they, wait, you're putting a what motor? F40. Oh, sorry. V8. Yeah, yeah, that works. Okay, sorry. Into. I thought you were saying 430 for oh, some reason. Into a 360 mode now. Yeah, yeah. That'd be crazy. So twin turbo. Twin turbo V8. V8. Oh. That crazy motor. Manual mm-hmm. transmission, of course. There you go. Um, Art is thinking. He's thinking about EG hatches. My mind went to um, BMW, actually. So I'm trying to think of like an M2 stripped out with like an S38 or something in it. Hmm. Like something like that. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of something else. Because then you, because the, you get rid of the turbos and all that bullshit and you get like a really, really awesome car with a really good chassis. You still have that shitty steering, but I mean... Yeah, it's the only one that comes to mind. I'm trying to mm. think of something else. What's a mid-engine car that you would want to swap out the motor for? Or the, for something else? Did he go... What was the other... What was the motor? Well, he, he picked a mid-engine car. Yeah. Oh, right, you did. Did it, Does it have to be manufacturer-specific? Like, are the same manufacturer? I think no, so. No, he right? does. I mean, it doesn't specify that, but he did use two examples. Reverse engine swap. Yeah. Like a Colombo V12 and an NSX or something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Something like that. Um, you get like new, you can do like McLaren 12C with a F1 engine. Whoa. That'd be pretty wild. Jeez, what a waste of a motor. <laughs> so what, um, yeah, what do you put that How about in? a uh, flat 12 in a... Um, like a Ferrari Flat 12? Yeah, uh, Ferrari Flat 12 in the new Lusso. So it's a front engine. Up front, yeah. Yeah. That, does that even work? They did it in the 412s. It was a Flat 12 uh, mm-hmm. up front. That's like ruining that car. Right? <laughs> a lot of these are ruining cars. Dude, yeah. I mean, the modern, like, yeah, speaking of EG hatches, yeah, like the modern Civics, right? Like, oh, like yeah. Turbocharged thing, but like a... Like a Type R motor. Oh, right. Like, that's kind of like the main thing, right? Yeah. The ch- I mean, besides the aesthetics, like the chassis is insanely good. It's like a really good handling car. Tons of grip. Rides amazing. Tons that of power, mo- too. That motor's yeah. kind of like, yeah, it's, it's fast, but block. it's just not exciting. Yeah. So you put like a really loud NA ITB dual overhead cam motor in there. NA ITB. Oh, I know. The new Supra, you would put the, the old Supra oh, motor. They did, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, what's the one at SEMA, right? It won an award. I think it was the best of whatever that was. Two JZ. <laughs> yeah. Like, category. And a manual swap. Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, Skylines RB. Hmm. Any uh, Mazda applications or rotary shit that we're not thinking of? Old rotaries you do not want to fuck with. <laughs> old rotary and a new Miata. <laughs> the worst of all worlds. <laughs> Sounds shitty. It doesn't last. Uh, it looks, it's terrible to look at. Rotaries are crazy. Rotaries are crazy. Man, man, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like Fords. What's in the Ford world that you want to mess with? I'm thinking of unique engines from back in the day that you'd want to see in something modern. Yeah. That's a unique. Uh, Chisetta Marauder V16 in a uh, Chrysler Pacifica. Yeah. One of the weirdest swaps I've seen that's been going around the internet is a 944 or 924 with an air-cooled Porsche engine Flat in the six? front. What the hell? Yeah. A six-cylinder? Yes. That's It looks bizarre. so weird because it looks like this little like snail in the front. You know, it's like the, the engines are really low, so you don't really see that. You just see the fan sticking up. Yeah. And it's like this empty oh, engine is, bay with just I a fan. That. that is so weird. It looks so like a, weird, like a dude. Turbine or something. Yeah, and I think it's like the one they show is like, I feel like it's like a three point two career motor with like two hundred horsepower. And the fans in like, the front, right? Yeah, it's facing back yeah. towards the drivetrain. Ugh, I don't like it. That's like a perfect that's, opportunity to do the pancake style. Fan. So odd. That's what I would do. In that oh, scenario. good call. Like right there. I mean, it would look better. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't do anything. Corvair engine in a Fiero. Uh, oh, <laughs> so bad. How about I want to apologize 20 valve 4AGE and a BRZ? Or a, oh, a, yeah, that's a, a good six. one. Is that a good improvement, though? Uh, no, you lose a little bit of power, but you can <laughs> but you can pump it up, though. I mean, I mean it's it just... Looks, it like, looks but better. everyone talks about how the engine's kind of boring, you know? So you get... 
you know, 9,000 RPM fucking. Oh, I was thinking the, yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, so change Fuck with your gearing, boost it or just pump it a little bit, do some cams, do some cam timing work, higher compression, do whatever the fuck you want. Get up to about 200 horsepower, which is the same, but it's a really, really high revving 1.6. How about an S52 or S54 and a BRZ? Mm. That'd be cool. Uh, but I mean, I know okay, it's not yeah, make for make. That's, I'm down. I was thinking Toyota is BMW now. So oh, that's right. why I was thinking that. <laughs> That'd be rad, it's actually. That That'd way. be a really cool setup. Or how about that and a new Supra? I just don't like the new Supra. So that doesn't really work that way, but the Can FRS. Is just one second. I don't see how the new Supra is a thing. Yeah, I don't get it at all. I don't get it at all. I, I see all the ones with SEMA now. I'm like, oh, I want to check the, yeah, the numbers. I haven't looked They're at the sales figures. It's such a stupid thing. Automatic it's so only. Sad, man. I feel like I yeah, genuinely part number feel on bad. the Toyota badges. I know. Like, I feel what? bad for Toyota. You feel bad for Toyota? Yeah, I mean, like they they, they, they fucked up. I mean, but it's just like Johnny Toyota, yeah. just like Akio out there, like saying like the Supra is back, you know, and like he's standing up in front of everyone, and it's just like, dude, like you guys really blew it, man. Like, yes. How did you think this was gonna work? Maybe this will be like a two year production run, and then they'll figure it out and build a real car. Yeah. Did you guys see the roads or the cab uh, LC500? Yeah, looks so really nice. cool. Yeah, it looks great. I would love one of those. I know. Mm-hmm. That's a good car. Still take an SL over that. But... Would you? Yeah. <laughs> like I don't really like the new SLs. Me either. I kind of they're kind of frumpy. I think if you see them in the right spec. Mm. What? So you have to yeah, that's what, yeah, you have to I know, but I feel like the quite important. I think the L C is like a has yeah. is a cooler car. That engine's really cool it too. Great. I love the L C yeah. but it I looks just, really good as a cab too. Which I mean we kind of expected, right? Yeah. Like it, it looks really good. That or an AMG SL would be a really tough choice, but um yeah. I feel like fun the choice L- to make. The L C has more presence. Yeah, I think SL, so. Which is odd to say, but it's I true. Think the I think SLs got the right. SLs are less like they got really bad for a couple years there when they did that. The headlights were going the wrong way or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like what was that? I don't remember. Facelift off that. It's first. hard to remember, but like the yeah, headlights, like feel SL. like they went like the they looked like the wheels looked far in, and they had the. <laughs> They look kind of frumpy and tall. Yeah. Um, there was just a weird it was a period weird going on. Yeah. And they definitely look better now, but I feel like they kind of don't have much. They don't have that much yeah. presence. Well, I think the uh, the LC has a very show car look to it. It so does. It, I think that helps a lot. It, it, yeah. Yeah. It's quite catching. Fetching. Fetching. Yes. Fetching. Fetch. Oh, I was I was thinking about um, when we mentioned the Tesla thing being in a different in, or the Tesla p- batteries and possibly the drivetrain being in other cars. Um, what is the new uh, Rolls Royce? Cullinan? No, the uh, the sedan. Phantom Ghost. Oh, fuck, or is it the fucking Bentley? One of those cars. I, I'm terrible. I'm sorry. I think it might. Was it the Wraith? I the do not door. know. I you can tell me. I don't, I have no clue. Race the Tudor. I'm terrible. It might have been a Bentley, but it's a really pretty car and it has the mesh grill. Is that Bentley. a Bentley? Bentley? So it's a Bentley. Really awesome. Dude, listen to you right now. I it's mean, really sad. Bentley would always have the mesh. Like yeah, the, the I'm, Rolls I'm, is never gonna have the I'm mesh. I'm terrible. I'm really sorry about really this. Really pretty. I mean, really pretty car. With the yeah, mesh I'm, I'm really bad. It's that but, green one. Yeah, exactly. So all I know is that I had Carfection on as I usually do in the background, and uh, I overheard two things that really stood out. It was mm. based on a Panamera mm. chassis, and they used Porsche PDK, oh. which is like interesting because traditionally haven't they used uh was it BMW? oh no rolls uses the bmw oh, like the uh does, yeah. like the uh what the one you just named was the bmw yeah basically seven series the yeah. wraith is this bmw yeah yeah and the colon and i'm sure is based on the same thing or huh. the big x7 same deal yeah i'm really sad i mean I, i'm terrible dude i don't know anything about these cars and i should um flying spur flying spewer yeah yeah so I had no idea that was a thing. I know. Those are another car that's gotten way better looking. The first gen was a joke. I'd rather have a Phaeton. I want a Bentley. I want that one Bentley. The blue train. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, that's sick. It's another one for sale in this magazine in front of me. How much? So rad. It wasn't. It was like an ad. Oh, okay. For a place. But, yeah, I'd take that, that replica blue train special or whatever. So dope. So ridiculous. Yeah, that's like another level. Those are cars on different levels, like a, you know, 
a 57 caddy coupe yeah. or that blue train is just like, that's hard to. I think there's few pre, there's like in my dream collection, I wouldn't have any, like pre-war cars are not there, but that is, that would be the one. That, you know? If you had one. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. That's a very good argument to have. I'll try to find this in here. Um, I think that's podcast. Yep. Thanks for listening. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Turkey Day. All right. See you. Bye. You don't want to know. Patreon.com forward slash driving wall awesome. Go check us out on Patreon and please become a patron of our podcast. It helps us out a lot and you get some cool stuff in return. We give you a weekly podcast, which we title Experts in Automotive Opinion. I think we've done 60 of those so far, something like that. We also give you exclusive Patreon-only stickers, and we'll send you a sticker pack right when you join. Uh, we give discounts and early access to certain events we do, like Camping While Awesome, and we give you first crack at our rallies. Check it out. And join us on patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thank you guys.